You're listening to Tales of the Text, headphone drama, secrets, and plot twists. Imagine tasting your dreams. Imagine succeeding. Imagine not worrying if the next day you'll be breathing. Imagine showing your OG like my really achieved it. Imagine being able to say your old hoods and competed. Trevor sits at his desk working on his English homework. As he's writing his essay, suddenly his desktop monitor goes black. What the fuck? Trevor fumbles with his computer mouse and keyboard, trying to find any sort of life on his desktop. As he is about to give up, the letter C, written in red and gold, appears on his screen for a brief second before disappearing. After the letter C disappears, a message displays that reads, Trevor Hilton, for the past four years, The Collective, which is a talented group of teens based in Baltimore, has been watching you excel in your high school career. The goal of The Collective is simple, to help teens like yourself achieve excellence in every endeavor. We need you and your talents on our sports team, and we have connections to get you to Ohio. However, don't look for us. When you are ready, we will find you. Also, Trevor, for the safety of you and your loved ones, discretion is vital. Do not repeat. Do not tell anyone outside the collective about this message. After reading the message, Trevor's monitor turns back on. The essay Trevor was working on has been deleted and replaced with a completed one. Oh, hell no. Trevor picks up his phone and calls his friend Malik. Dog, you won't believe the bullshit that just happened to me. Man, what's up? We need to ride up on somebody? Bro, you know that collective shit everybody talking about? They just sent me a message on my computer. Uh, nah, you nigga, you bugging. What they want with you? They just sent me a message saying they wanted me to be a part of some sports group. Nah, I know you lying. Your ass ain't even good at sports. Nigga, whatever. But nah, for real, be careful with that shit. You saw what happened to Lonnie. Yeah, I guess you right, Lee. I know I'm right. I'll catch you tomorrow in class. Get back to that essay, nigga. Yeah, okay. Stay up, bro. Trevor feels a little better after talking to Malik, but he is still eerie about the message from the collective. The next day at school, Trevor takes notice of how things have changed overnight. People who usually didn't talk to him were talking to him. Teachers were being nicer than usual, and he got his lunch for free at the taco place he normally goes to. Ironically, though, on Trevor's food receipt is the letter C, written at the top of it. It resembles the one that flashed across his computer screen the night before. That same day in English class, Trevor's teacher asked him to stay behind to talk. You needed to talk, Mrs. Jackson? Yes. I just wanted to say I was very impressed with your essay. You really improved with your penmanship. It was truly an excellent endeavor. Ms. Jackson's compliment sends chills down Trevor's spine. You see, he's heard that phrase, excellent endeavor, before from the collective. Ms. Jackson notices Trevor's awkwardness. Are you okay, Mr. Hilton? Um, yeah. It's just, are you from the collective? <laughs> the what? Never mind. It's just I got this message last night, and it kind of set me off, I guess. Okay. Well, anyway, have a great day and keep up the good work. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, and Trevor? Yes, ma'am. You should really keep your mouth shut 
about that message. Trevor's face goes hot. Then he notices the small C pin attached to Miss Jackson's purse. Uneasy, Trevor runs his ass out of that classroom. That evening, outside in Trevor's car, he sits, of course, in the car after practice. As he dials Malik's number, he notices a camera flash from across the street. A car sits and waits as someone jumps in, then the car speeds off. What the fuck? What's wrong? Dude, the collective is real. They've been fucking with me all day. I gotta go to the police. There's some crazy shit going on. Yeah, you right. I'ma just keep my mouth shut and hope they leave me alone. Hey man, at least you know to stay away from all that Illuminati mess when you make it to the big league. Yeah, whatever. I'll get up with you tomorrow, bro. That evening when Trevor gets home, he is met by his little sister, who is excited to see him. But then he notices she flashes a pen with the letter C on it. The same one Miss Jackson has. Trevor is pissed off. He calls out to his mother, asking her, where did she get this from? Of course, his mother was like, I don't know. She said she got it from one of your friends at school. Why? What's wrong? Trevor runs out the door and calls Malik. Hello? Dog, I'm going to the police. They came to La La School. All right, cool. A couple of minutes later, Malik arrives at Trevor's house, and he blows the horn. Thanks for coming to get me, bro. No problem, homie. You know I got you. Trevor and Malik drive around, but after about 15 minutes, Trevor gets an eerie feeling. Malik, where are you going? The station is down the street. Gotta make a run real quick. We'll be before we go. Seconds later, Malik stops the car in an abandoned lot and hops out. I'll be right back. As Trevor waits for Malik to return, he takes notice of the small letter C pen sitting in Malik's cup holder. Before Trevor could react, he's pulled out of the car by multiple people, all wearing white shirts and red pants. When Trevor looks up, his eyes are met by Malik's hard face and a gun pointing at him. Why are you doing this? Trev, not everybody has it like you do. Not everybody has a college begging for them to come to school. And I love my family at home. This singing shit is all I got. So hell yeah, when somebody finally gives me the opportunity, I'm going to take it with pleasure. It all makes sense. That night I called to tell you about the collective and you told me to get back to my essay? And? I never told you I was writing an essay. You knew because you was working with them? But why me? We've always been cool. You was my bro. Yeah, I know. Which is why this is really hard for me. All you had to do was use your head and keep your mouth shut. So what do I do now? Come on, Lee. Just tell me, and I'll do it. I won't go to the police or nothing. Just tell me. Well. Malik gives the men holding Trevor a signal to let him go. Do what you do best, nigga. Run! Hey 
Hey, everybody, this is Miss J, and you're listening to After the Text. This is probably the shortest story we've ever done, but I really like it, called The Collective. And in the studio, I have with me my nephew, Fred. What do? And my Hugo. Hugo. <laughs> How's everybody doing? So we want to make this a quick After the Text. We were just talking, and we were trying to figure out, like, what are some of the messages in this story? And one of them is about friendship between young men and trust. Mm-hmm. And it's also jealousy and envy. Yeah. Because, like, you would take it that far because what? Like, what What? What are some of the things you saw in this, particularly for young black men? Um, It was one friend having, like, a good life and then the other friend who was, like, poor. Like, it's almost like that scene in Lottery Ticket when they was on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was it was almost that in a sense and is you gonna stick by my side and we gonna rock out and do it the right way or like my man Bleak did put the thunder to the brain, you know? I know I jokingly say guys We're going to do some episodes That I miss today Always talking about Have a gun And shoot and kill them Get out <laughs> I think the other thing Is just trusting each other Right Yeah Cause you know You didn't know Who's going to have What success Right Nah You got to You got to know that Like with me being uh, Like friends With a bunch of Other people Who all like They in the industry And doing the same thing And doing stuff That I want to do It's just that You got to know Your time coming Like especially Amongst your friends Mm-hmm. You can you either can be the friend who reach back and grab everybody, or right. the friend who leave everybody right where they at. Right. And what did you think, Fred? I think it also speaks on something like when you are successful, you still at times have to remember like to check on your homies. Because like we saw in the thing, Trevor was always coming to Malik about his problems, but you never heard like Malik saying his mm, problems. Good point. And Trevor, the one he said it. You you got the scholarship. People begging for you to come. I'm trying to figure the way out. I'm tired of hearing about your problems. I'm going to go with the collective, too. Man, hey. Do you think some form of the collective exists in real life? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I think it's not as strong as people think, but okay. I do think it is. Like, I think it's just a bit like an organization of just rich people. It <laughs> makes like with the whole like NCAA scandal. Uh-huh. Like, I think that's like a collective in itself. That's a good like, point. It's just people basically looking out for each other who have a bunch of money in the same um Ideas and mm-hmm. been through the same path. They just look mm-hmm. out for each other. I don't think it's this strong. That's a little too strong. <laughs> I, look, I believe in it, and I believe it's a little more, bit more strong than that. If movies have taught us anything, is that movies are real, and that if you have the right amount of money, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. So, right. I believe it's a little bit more powerful than we think. I think you both have really good points because as I was reading it, you know, I kind of joke like, "Oh, C for collective." But it's that whole same same thing about people that do believe in Illuminati and people that don't believe in it. Yeah. You know, I think that there's definitely evil people on the planet. I really do. But I don't know if they're just like driven by the devil, and, you know, you know, out to get you. But I loved you all's idea about that was really great, Fred. Like no one thinks to ask what Malik was going through. Yeah. So, you know, having friends that build up. Like as a young man, how do you all check on your friends? What do, y- do y'all just send a text or? Well, I'm I'm the Malik. Like everybody come to me with their problems. Ah, uh, and I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, everybody come to me with their problems. <laughs> I talk, I, talk, I Fred, my therapist. I ain't gonna and lie to you. He's studying to be that, right? Yeah. So but know you know, therapists are do need therapists in life. Myself, so, <laughs> I mean, I I go for them in situations. So I, I just try to make it reciprocal. So like. I check on them, I call them, and I, the good thing about my friends, they'll always answer. Okay. So whenever I really need something, I just have a friend that will always answer no matter what. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. 
What about you, sweetie? You I'm know? I'm the same way. I'm usually the the person amongst my friend group everybody come to, but that's only because I. I feel like I go through stuff first and then my friends go through it. Mm-hmm. So I be feeling like I'm the person to go through it so I can tell everybody else how not to do what I did. Ah, that's a really good point. Well, guys, this has been a great, short, but dope-ass conversation with two wonderful young men. And we want to thank you all for listening to The Collective. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> make sure you follow Tales of the Text. We're on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast. We're on Spotify. Mm-hmm. We're on YouTube. Ooh. We're on iHeartRadio. We're, <laughs> we're on Stitcher. And we want you to like and subscribe, but really subscribe so you'll be able to hear, you know, when we drop new episodes. So thanks again. Like, subscribe, share. <laughs> All, that. All that. Bye, guys.